Blog Talk Radio. In order to be free, you have to know the truth. Pastor Lionel Gant seeks to use the truth of God's word to help stop the tide of violence and mass incarceration used to enslave people all across this nation. Now, the word of truth by Pastor Lionel Gant. I am looking for freedom, looking for freedom, and Glory to God, glory to God. This is Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. And once again, we're coming to you with nothing but the truth. All right. Uh, today, today we're going to come to you with some valuable information that we've been working on for some years now. And solutions problems in black America today and in America today in general. All right, y'all, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live. And as usual, we're going to open up, uh, we're going to open up our uh, radio broadcast with prayer. And, uh, and then we're going to get into the word of God. Today, the word of God is coming from the book of Jeremiah. Uh, the 50th chapter, and I'm going to ask you to please, everyone, go back into the book of Jeremiah, read the 50th chapter in in its, in its entirety, because you got to understand where we are today. You know where we are as a nation of people. You got to understand where Black America is today. All right. And, and to understand that you know this is uh this is serious, okay. You got to realize that that we are at war in America from the first slave ships that came here to to the present day. We have we are in the midst of what we call in the military we call a silent war, okay. And you have to get my book. You have to get my book. You have to get the book, the Silent War to read, to understand exactly where we are. And today you understand this broadcast, how important it is that we, that we, that we teach our children how to, how to uh, grow their own food because the enemy that we're fighting against is using the very elements that it takes for us to live against us. The enemy that we're facing today is using the very air we breathe, using the very water we drink. As as we were talking about on our last broadcast, we were talking about what happened in Flint, Michigan, what happened in Detroit with the water. And this is not just happening in Detroit, but it's happening all across the country in areas where you see predominantly black people living. And all of us are using the air and the water but they're using the very food that we eat, what we call GMO products, GMO foods that we are eating. They are they are designed to react against our DNA. And today, I'm with my man, Coach. We it's been a while since we he's been on the broadcast with me, and uh, and, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna give you some good news, and we're gonna give you some solutions to the problems that we're facing now 
in black America. But first of all, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. Father God, we give you all the honor. Father God, we give you all the glory. Father God, we give you all the praise. We ask your Heavenly Father that right now you send forth this broadcast throughout the world, Lord, that those that hear this broadcast today may be touched, may understand our battle, may understand what we have been through for these last six years in effect. That you bless every listener, bless every hearer, and let them understand where you are as a nation of people. Father God, we give you all the honor. Father God, we give you all the glory. Lord God, we give you all the praise. In the name of Yahshua, your Son, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And thank God. Okay. Coach, I'm going to ask you to come on in, introduce yourself, and uh, tell a little bit about what's been going on. And then I want you to introduce your guests. And uh, and if you have a if you have a prayer, if you have anything you want to share uh, with the people before we go live on talking about uh, talking about the good news, uh, feel free to go ahead. All right, thank you, Reverend Gant. How are you, my brother? Peace and blessings. Great, okay. man. Okay. Well, two things. Um, amen to that prayer. And first off, it's all about order and restoring the order in which we are out of because a lot of folks that know the truth don't want us to experience the truth. That's the first thing about <laughs> order. Okay. Secondly, my teacher, she's listening right now, but I couldn't get it on my phone, but I want to be able to have her come on your phone when I when you're ready, okay? So we will take a, a brief uh, time to get her on because what she has to say okay. is outside of what we is outside of what we were talking about for the last six years. Mm-hmm. Now, there's only one thing I can say: without God, we are nothing and nowhere. With God, we can go anywhere. anywhere. Because yeah. remember, remember, not just. Going back to to the to the to the uh, Bible and the verse you asked everybody read, read Genesis when he first said there was nothing but darkness across the land. So when you look at what you see out here there today, buildings and and cars and planes, it comes from the earth. Amen. It comes from the earth. So therefore, these things didn't exi- exist at all without the earth. So we got to first off talk about Mother Earth, and that's where we start with agriculture. You and I was talking six years ago, mm-hmm. and six years ago I met you, and I asked you a couple questions about the group that you're part of, uh, SCLC group, and Martin Luther King's group, and so on. And you and I had that discussion. And, we and, were, and, right? and Sister Carter, uh, Catherine, uh, Sister Carter, Anna Carter, with uh, uh, with L.A., you know, out of out of coming out of L.A. Mm-hmm. She, she was doing the campaign with about growing your own food. Your own food, yes, right. And the seed lady and all that. We we had yes, we, and, and, the, and the black farmers, uh, the network we would call in every Monday, listen to the farmers around the world, yes. call in about uh, what it, what what they're doing. This is not new. First off, this what we're talking about is not new. Let me interject something. You know, during that time, we organized a hundred black farmers across yes, the. 
destroy it, bro. Mm-hmm. Well, let me just say, my name is Dr. Kenneth L. Gray. They call me Coach. There's a lot of titles that I have, but the first thing I have, first title, is man. That's what God gave me. I was born a man by the blessing of God. And the man, the men that we have and the ladies, the women that we have in here, it, we're woman and we're man. We have a, have, a, have a great obligation and duty to put things back together. You said black people, mm-hmm. right? But food affects all people. Yeah. That's the first thing. And I asked you a question about Dr. King's dream about uh, was it incomplete or not? Remember that? And you told me, yeah, Coach Gray, it's incomplete. So there was a part of Dr. King's dream where he wanted to see little white boys and little black boys playing together in the street. Isn't that right? Well, the street is the school system. That's the only way you're going to see these kids really playing together because the street is really not the street. It's where they congregate. Okay? If we can get them where they congregate by mandated law, that is the school system. That's the only way you're going to find it because that's the law of the land. And there's a reason why they do that with our children. But we were talking about teaching our kids how to grow their own food in the school system. So Mm -hmm. I'm here to report after six years of your discussion. But let's, before I report that, you gave me 50 acres of land out of your, uh, off of your SELC group and dealing with Mr. Pierre to grow food for the homeless kids that cannot eat in the school system. And I said, that is what, that was my charitable cause to feed 1.5 million homeless students that's deemed homeless in this, in this country. But it's, it, those numbers are probably double. It's just those who are reported. But you said, Coach Gray, I would donate 50 acres of land to you, to your car. Mm-hmm. And when you did that, what you did was you opened up a lot of things. Well, when Michelle Obama grew the first uh, garden on, on the White House lawn. On, on the opened, White House lawn. White House lawn. That, that opened up, that opened up the, the access to every school in the nation that's under federal property to grow a garden outside of their school. And I can report to you now that starting, started, yes, uh, started last week, uh, August 22nd, I have my teacher on. She will tell you what's going on in the classroom. We have three schools in North Carolina that's teaching agriculture to our children to learn how to grow food in America, Glory. in their community. So we, we have done it. That's the, that's the report. Yes. But the work has to be done, okay? We had a plan. We talked about it, and we now have implemented it. But the work is hard. It is hard to sustain this. We have to sustain this, and that's where all the communities, everyone comes together and do it in the common cause. So we have done it, but now how far do we take it, right? So we not only have those three schools, but the first school that came in before, before COVID or when COVID hit was Coolwood STEM Academy, a middle school who adopted and gave us three acres of land outside of their school to start growing food on their school three years ago. The process never entered the school because of COVID. But we also have homeschool programs in Mecklenburg. All this is in Mecklenburg County, uh, uh, North Carolina, Charlotte, North. All of this has started, but there's interest around the country. But we have now actually had the access to teach in any school, 130,000 schools in America. We have that access. Glory to God. And Germany is calling me and said they want it over in Germany. So, Six years was not our time. That was God's time. 
It's God's time. Amen. God's time. And no matter what we talked about, no matter how we talk about it, we have done something without God. We cannot get where we are, but with God, we can do anything. So we, and when and people have to understand when I say we, I've never said I. We, without you, without uh, 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 Miss 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 Britt, without um, uh, all these all these folks, uh, Miss Williams who's coming in, without the Movement School, without Mister Mister Mackey, uh, with with Crewwood. Uh, 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 with with Big Shack, with the homeschool. These, this is we. When I talk about we, I talk about who I am rolling with, my brother, my best friend, my family, my son, my daughter, because we can't do this alone, and I will not attempt to do it alone. I will go crazy. But with everyone together, we can do anything we want through prayer, through faith, <laughs> with God. So th- that's my excitement. But we got a lot to talk about, brother. <laughs> a lot to talk about. Amen. Well, how do we get the sister on the line? Well, she's going to call you because if I try to get it in, so I'm going to prompt her. And I know she's listening. So, Miss Williams, if you listen, please call Reverend Gant so we can tell and update what's going on in the classroom. And you should be you should see a number coming through uh, in a couple of seconds. But let's keep rocking and rolling. Um, about the conversation until she calls you, right? Well, let me let me share the let me share a portion of the script. I'm going to jump around a little bit here. I'm going to ask to um, I'm going to ask you in the audience. I'm going to ask you to go back in the book of Jeremiah, and y'all know Jeremiah is a weeping. He like me. <laughs> Jeremiah like me. He's a weeping prophet. You know, when, when I preach, I weep. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and Jeremiah is, uh, is 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 telling the people to separate from the world to come out of Babylon. Look, it's time for you to to come out of come out of this world. It's time for you to separate yourself from this world and come back to God. Okay, so I'm just gonna read a few scriptures out of here. Jeremiah chapter 50. I'm gonna start at the sixth verse where it says, "My people." have been lost sheep that shepherds have led them astray. And we're talking about the modern-day church. We're talking about what's happening right now. And you see it all around you. And those that are listening, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Let me start again. My people have been lost sheep that shepherds have led them astray. They have turned them away on the mountains. They have gone from mountain to hill, from the high place to the low place. Look at that. They have gone from the mountain to hill. Forgotten mm-hmm. their resting place. Verse is our verse. All who found them have devoured them. That's what's been happening to us as a nation of people. Everybody that we've been dealing with is black America. Everyone that we've been dealing with, you know, they found us and they devoured us. The adversary said, I the Lord, the inhabitant, the habitation of justice. The Lord, the hope of their fathers. 
and 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 this is what has happened to us, not only as Black America, but as a nation. As coaches said before, as a whole nation of people, we have forgotten the Lord. We have forgotten where we came from. This even this country was founded on this truth, you know, that that we as a nation of people were founded on these godly principles, and now we have all, you know, turned from God, and we've all gone astray. So now it's time for us to come back together as one. Uh, I'm going to skip over here to the 17th verse, and it says, Israel is like scattered sheep. The lion have driven them away. First, the king of Assyria devoured him. Now the last, this Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, has broken his bones. All right, it's time for us to come out of the world. It's time for us to separate from those that have those who have oppressed us. And I told you all at the beginning of the year that I was going to be coming to you from the book of Genesis, the 15th chapter, the 13th and 14th verse, that talks about black America that said when God prophesied that your that Abraham's descendant, black America, that we would be captive in a strange land for four hundred years. And we know that the first slave ship came to Virginia in sixteen nineteen, and we know that twenty nineteen marked the end of those four hundred years. And God said that, yeah, you're going to be captive in a strange land for 400 years. But after that 400 years, God was going to reestablish us. And he was going to bring us back into the knowledge of who we are. And now we see that we are coming together as a nation of people. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And once again, we're coming to you with nothing but the whole truth. Okay, we are in a silent war, y'all. From the first slave ship that came over here, that was an act of war, okay? But we have been in this country living in an act of war ever since we've been here, okay? One of the things that they're using is the very air we breathe. The next thing that they're using is the very water we drink, okay? And the next thing that they're using is the very food that we eat. So, Coach, I want you to talk to them a little bit about these GMO products, these GMO foods that we're finding in our supermarkets. I mean, what is really going on with this? Well, uh, what sums it up, you talked to me um, six years ago about exactly, I didn't know what you were talking about. Remember, I'm a coach. I I don't do agriculture. Uh, GMO, um, you're talking about uh, uh, organic. No, I, uh, I just eat. Most of our kids, what we do, we just eat. If it's, if it's in front of us because it's a habit, we, 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 just, we do what we, we're taught to do. We, we, are, we are creatures of habit. That's the first thing. Secondly, I went to Raleigh, North Carolina about a year, maybe a year and a half ago. And I went to a farmer's market. And I stopped at a, a, a stand, one particular stand, and the wife and the husband was over there selling different food. So the lady came up to me and asked me what type of, uh, what type of um, uh, plant or, or vegetables I'm looking for. I said, mm-hmm. well, is there, a, is there a difference? She said, yeah. Um, there's called heritage seeds, heritage seeds, um, uh, best fruits and vegetables, and then they're called 
other? Like, what's the other? I think that's what we're talking about the GMO, right? Where it's modified, modified uh, 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 foods. It's just modified. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know all the difference, but I'm going to learn most of it. But when she said the heritage seeds, she said, yeah, most of the restaurants request heritage seeds, heritage seeds and vegetables, and they don't want anything else. And I'm thinking, well, why is that? She said, well, these are the original seeds. The original seeds? What do you mean? <laughs> well, it goes back to what you were talking about. There are seeds that's kept away from certain sectors of the population versus the masses of the population. Well, there's too many people. Some people think that, there is, uh, that the earth is overpopulated with people. That's why they, they, they want a population control. So how do you do that? You have to kill people. People have to die. Mm-hmm. Right? So you name the three elements. The three okay, elements. I have, I have a call coming in from uh, North Carolina. That might be, that might be, my, that might be my, my teacher. All right. I'm going to so, take it in now. All right. Let's see. That's my teacher. He's at Miss Williams. Okay, uh, Coach, can you identify her right now? Yeah, Miss Williams, Miss uh, Shakisha Williams, is that you? Yes, good morning. Oh, yeah, this is my conversation, guys. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right. Well, I'm going right. to finish this point, and I'm going to turn it over to her. Uh-huh. There's three elements that God gave us to exist. That's air, mm-hmm. and that's water, mm-hmm. and that's food. Because when we came out the canal of a woman, we were naked. Mm-hmm. Shelter was not a part of that. No car, no house, no education, no degree was part of that. Because without that, we can exist. But we cannot exist without air, water, and food. Mm-hmm. And that's where agriculture's teachers right now, like Ms. Ms. Williams is teaching. Ms. Williams, please let everybody know what the classroom is doing right now. Thank you for coming to the show. Well, oh, well no I ask you to introduce yourself. Tell oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, my name is Shakisha Williams. Um, my students call me Miss Williams. Um, I do teach at Movement School here in North Carolina um, in Charlotte. Um, the program's fairly new. I'm not new to agriculture. My father was a farmer, um, so I grew up. This is my life growing up. Um, upon Well, once I got into my classrooms, um, my first question for my students was, um, how many of them actually had heard of the word agriculture or knew anything about it? And you would be amazed that the majority of my students are predominantly black, but not one student had ever heard of the word. They didn't know what it was, had no clue as to what it what it even is. So when I ask them, you know, what do you think it is? They tell me roller coasters or bicycles <laughs> or, you know, they say it's probably when we get to go play on the monkey bars and, you know, it was stuff like this. <laughs> they had no clue of what it actually meant. So, and that was as of, as of day one, Monday. That was our first day of school, which was Monday. Um, by Thursday, which was only three days, we're only three days in. And mind you, I see these kids one class every day. So it's not like we're repeating this class daily for them to actually register it in their heads. By Thursday, and I start my cycle over again with my classes, my classes have actually retained everything I've taught them. They went from not knowing what agriculture was to now, I can ask them in the classroom, what are we talking about? And they'll really scream out, agriculture. And I'm like, what does agriculture, what is agriculture? And they'll say everything. And I'll say, and everything means what? And they'll say, I'll say growing good what? And they'll say crops. And I'll say, is raising healthy what? And they'll say animals. And I'll say, taking care of what? And they'll say the planet. 
So they went from not even knowing what agriculture is to now they have the full definition. They actually have learned the steps of seeding as far as growing. They know the five steps. Um, and I'm really proud of how they're actually retaining the information. Now, people were worried about my smaller kids because I have grades K through 3. My smaller kids have retained information a lot faster than my older kids have, and I'm really proud of that because this is how I know that we need to start early because that information, they're, they're like sponges. They soak up everything. And so um, they're retaining really good. They're excited about growing. Now, when I first started my classes, all I heard was, I want to be a rapper, I want to be a dancer, I want to be this, but it was nothing pertaining to agriculture. Now all my students are excited about agriculture. They want to grow. They want to eat healthy. We're talking about eating healthy foods and how it keeps away germs and how them maintaining our trees, our shrubs, our plants is really important because without these things, we cannot be here. My kids just learned that everything under the sun is living and breathing, whether it's a tree, whether it's a shrub, whether it's a bug, whether it's the vegetables that they eat. Everything is live and living. And they know that in order for things to be live and living, there has to be someone to take care of these things every day. And so how I reference that to them is I let them, I ask them, now, do you, what do you guys think will happen to you if your parents didn't take care of you every day? They said, we would die. And I'm like, right. So with our trees, our plants, our shrubs, our foods, if someone does not plant in this stuff and taking care of it every day, guess what happens? They said, we die. Yes, or we die. Our planet dies. So agriculture is very important. It's a very important part of our lives. It's who we are. Everything that's, that we look around and we see is agriculture. Without agriculture, we couldn't exist. So agriculture is very important. Amen. 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 And 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 Reverend Gant, this is this is the this is the the lid on what we talked about six years ago. It's her. It's actually what she just said. Why? Our goal was to bring it to our children, right? Mm-hmm. We did that. You see what they can do. You know what they're capable of doing. But without her, without the teacher, without someone guiding them through there. They, they're going to be what, what you see out here. Remember the old adage, you are what you eat? Well, you are what you, what you live in your environment as well because mm-hmm. it's exposure. When you're exposed to something and it's all you know, you adapt to it, and it becomes life for you. So slaves at one point probably thought, this is, this is who they were supposed to be. That's wrong. It's wrong. Okay? We are so out of order. Because it's about control. What did you say? As long as they control the air, as long as they control the water, as long as they control the food, they can control any living individual on this earth. Well, didn't we run out of baby food this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why? I didn't grow up on baby food. I grew up on a garden. You're telling me that I can't go out in the garden, get food, and feed my baby? But if you teach them that you need the formula, you're only going to do what you learn and taught to do. Look, man, we have blenders. Moms could have gotten a blender. They juice every day. People That's juice every day. <laughs> right? All you got to do is get a juicer, juice it down to consistency where that baby can suck it through that, through the nipple of that bottle and get the same thing we get. We got to stop with this nonsense. This is not politically correct. This is the, this is the truth or not at all. If it's a lie, we must kill it. The only way a lie will die is with the truth. 
period in a story. And that's what we're doing in the school system. We're bringing the truth back to agriculture. That's my campaign. Trying, yeah, and what they're trying to erase is that they're wanting everything to be technology-based. Everything's yeah. not technology-based. If right. we do everything by technology, guess what we're going to lose? Because, like I said, our kids are not going to know the process. These processes will fade away, and therefore technology will step in. But what happens when technology fails? Like when I was speaking about the hydroponic system that they're building now for these uh, for us to grow in, it takes away all of that process. I mean, they, they will never know how to plant a seed, how to right. water that seed, how to take right. care of that seed, because the hydroponic process takes care of all of that. With the hydroponic machines, we don't even have to – we don't need the sun. That's something that we need. Right. How are you guys trying to actually build things that actually take away the sun? No, we need this. We need these processes, and they need to learn these processes. So they're trying to go to technology versus standing on our own of what we already know. We're, we're, the, we're the actually we're the greatest machine ever built. There's ever no built. other machine that can replace us. Ever so. Built. so, so on that technology front, what everyone has to understand is we are in the world now, living world of AI as artificial intelligence or artificial. Uh, yeah, intelligence of what she's talking about. That means if you take away the sun, but you can still eat, like like she said, well, what do you need us for? Okay, but that's not healthy either, though, because these, those plants need what's right. in the sun. They need the sun right. for a reason. So that's a machine right. is not going to create those nutrients that the sun provides. Now, yeah, you might get something to grow under artificial light, but is it healthy? Right, right, and that's what's happening with our chickens. You know that these chickens. Are, are getting growth hormones in them, and they're baby chicks, and they're overgrown, they're full-grown, they're feeding it to us. We, we, we are so processed with steroids and, and uh, uh, what is it, antibiotics that, that mm-hmm. our body adapts to it, and, and, you know, and that's where you get your cancers and, the, and all that stuff, man. Right. So we got to get back to what God said he provided for us on this earth before we existed, period. That's just getting back in order. And these were the things that we were talking about years ago uh, when we were working with the seed lady, and she was growing these healthy uh, organic foods before they were even talking about organic foods, even before before any of those things were mentioned. Mm -hmm. And and we went back. We went back to the Bible. We went back to the scriptures. Where, where God said that he had made every green tree, every green herb, everything that he produced had his seed within it. Right. And he gave, us the blue, he gave us the blueprint for how to maintain healthy life. And when we, talk about, when we talk about Adam, and when we say Adam, that means man, means the first man. Mm-hmm. That's what it basically means. Mm-hmm. It, it's saying that God gave them a job to do, and that was to That's tend right. to the garden. That That's was right. to tend to the garden. And uh, when we when we came up with this with these theories, uh, we know from Mr. Pierre he had a, a 210 acres of land uh, that he, I mean, he was a wise man. He wanted to grow healthy, organic food. He wanted to grow foods that were natural and we got we got all that technology from uh and teaching from the seed lady from anna carter out of uh out of watts uh and and you and and people i'm going to ask you all to look her up to look her up online to google her name anna carter the seed lady Mm -hmm. and find out about the, the the tremendous work that she did in watts uh, mm-hmm. By growing healthy food, by starting a garden there, 
and and it went it went universal. It went around the world. And once we saw that we could do this, you know, even in the even in the hardest hit ghettos in in, in America, we knew that we could do this in Atlanta. We knew we could do this in Chicago. We could do this in Miami. And I did through about three campaigns in Miami, where where we got them to grow their own food. And so I want to talk to I want you all to talk to us about the advantages. And we were just talking about the GMO products. We were just talking about the GMO products. Uh, uh, can you all elaborate on that? Uh, go I ahead, uh, Ms. Williams. Yeah, I'm going to bring somebody. I'm going to bring her in. Okay. Okay, are you there? Yeah, it keeps kicking me out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so, so I, I want you all to okay to expound to us uh, about the GMO products and and what this doing to our body. What is this doing to our children? How is this affecting us? Because y'all, believe it or not, we're at war. And when someone takes the time to to genetically modify foods to act on our DNA, how how realistic is that? Because we we know our scientists are telling us that this is this is exactly what's going on. Ms. Williams. Okay, so GMOs are basically uh, genetically modified organisms and. So this is basically things that they have created mm -hmm. to actually say it's healthy, to actually say, okay, this is a – but basically what they don't know is that how it's going to affect you because we're all different. It's just like with medicine. They create these medicines or they create these genetically modified foods, and they say, here, take this, it's healthy, but they don't know what the outcome is going to be because guess what? We're all guinea pigs. Right. So basically mm -hmm. when they put something out, it's basically a, 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 tri a test trial. Like, put it out there to see how it's going to work or see if it's not going to work. So basically with these genetically modified foods is um, it, it's actually going to break down our DNA and actually it's going to alter it. Um, we can't, um, we're not going to be able to function. How can we buy a whole watermelon, which you know how many seeds in a watermelon, cut it open and we got, what? <laughs> well, this is my thing. Um, our watermelons, our fruits and veggies that we see right now, we should not even touch them. <laughs> everything is bad. Like if for me, if, if, I, if I if I could not see it growing in my dad's garden, where I know what's in it, I didn't mm. want to eat it. So for right now, it's scary for me to go to the grocery store because guess what? I don't know where that came from. I don't know what they put in it. I don't know what they what they injected into it. I don't know what the process was. But I have to take it because society says that's what I have to eat. Well, that's what society is providing for us to eat. Right. And what happens is when it's at the masses and that's the only thing you have to choose from, well, we want to live. Everybody knows that, 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 that life is good when you're living. Yeah, I don't know what the – Coach, don't, we, Coach we're thinking that we eat it healthy by buying uh, the uh, Absolutely. Why? But because because right. a lot of those are created in labs, like and commercials. With watermelon, that's not even a naturally grown watermelon that's man-made. The hey, watermelons you, you, that we're supposed to eat are not even the red ones that we see with the seeds. We're supposed to eat the yellow watermelons. These are the ones uh, who sustain us. It's not the ones that we eat. So it's a lot deeper. It's a lot of information that's been covered up. Like, say, for instance, in school, we've been taught wrong mm -hmm. from the beginning. Right. 
And so they want to produce these fruits that we're supposed to eat, but it's a lot of things that we're not supposed to be because it breaks us down too. Now they will try to cover it up and say it's healthy, but guess what? It's not healthy. Those red watermelons have genetically modified sugars in them. Yellow watermelons are naturally sweet on their own. This is why they try to hide those seeds from us. If you guys think about it, they've tried to take away a lot of seeds that we can't even purchase anymore because of the simple fact. That's why they call heritage seeds. Right. And those heritage seeds are the ones that most of the restaurants always request. They do not want any GMO GMO seeds. And, And see, how many people can really afford to eat at a restaurant? Think about that, okay? And all I'm saying to you guys, you can just come out here and look at the communities in which we look at, just cross the line. You'll see this community looking this way and this community looking that way. It is the truth. The fact of the matter is out here. But we got to open our eyes up. But see, when we got to eat, well, a person, a kid that cannot go to, to bed, and we're, we're going to talk about uh, the kid that came to class that was hungry, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that goes into the charitable uh, causes that, I, that I'm doing. What I'm saying to you is if you are if you're hungry, you're going to eat. Mm-hmm. And if it's a trash can, all you have to do, you're going to battle that rat to get it before that rat gets it. It's called survival. I've mm-hmm. seen it. I've been in, North, uh, in, in uh, New York, and I saw a guy go to the trash can and get a pizza out of that because that's all he had to survive before that rat got it. That's survival. It happened in this country. They gave the slaves the worst of the, sl- worst, of the worst foods, and we still survived. We've got to get back on order, okay? And that's what we're doing now. So, you know, the heritage seeds. I didn't even know. I didn't even know there was such thing as a heritage seed. Oh yeah, that, those are the ones that they that actually were not allowed to. You have to go right. through a process to get those seeds now. There, there it's not you like go. You so that's controlled. The market. They took a lot of things away. So that's and, like Fort Knox, right? Like, like the gold. Yeah. It's like the gold, it is. right? They got it the is. gold behind a, 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 a fortress that you can't get to because it's gold. I'm quite sure they got the seeds the same way. Okay, some states, the same some way. States, yeah, in some states you're only allowed to plant certain seeds in a garden. They will not See allow that? you to grow all. So. See that? See that? Well, back in the day, back in the day, you know, all of my granddaddy, my granddaddy, my uncles, all of the people, Miss 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 Toots, Miss Sarah down the street, they all had their gardens. They had their flower garden. They had their their food garden. We never went hungry. Coach, we now, never because now. they always had, you know, they always had food. And uh, y'all remember back in those days, you could go next door and borrow a cup of exactly. sugar. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, continue to grow. Exactly. All right, but, bring her back in. Okay, but 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 uh, Reverend Gant, remember what you just said. Now that's generational. What okay. you're saying is generational, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where I tell this story. At the age one to six, my big brother and I, we always talk about this. We had no amenities in our home. I was telling Miss Miss Williams this other day. We had no electricity. Our plumbing was no. We had an outhouse. We had uh, uh, no phone, no refrigeration. We lived in a shack uh, or, or, or a loft, whatever it was, a barn, right? That mm-hmm. was shelter. That's what it was called. It was called shelter. And we made it what, we, what it was. But. We never went home. We never went hungry at one time at any night. Why? Because we had a garden right next door, mm-hmm. right outside to the house. And everybody in the neighborhood had a garden. We could walk all day long and eat all day long. And when it was supper time, we weren't hungry. Why? Because our bellies was full already. Yeah. And in that situation. Coach, what, what happened to that? What happened? You, you remember what? when we were growing up, 
That was an apple tree in Mississippi. Exactly. Exactly. I, I'll tell you what happened. Well, right. growing up back then, we, we could walk around our neighbor's houses and we would see those fruit trees in That's people's right. yards now. But now we right. can't even see those trees in people's yards anymore. There are no trees in nobody's yard. I'll tell you what happened, Reverend Gant. The, the, you say we're at war. Mm-hmm. But at first us, there's got to be an enemy. Okay? One of us is an enemy. Either they're the enemy or we're the enemy. That's, you, you've been in the army. It's the enemy. I'm going to so, say, yeah, I'm going to say it's the government because they, back when it was slavery, at least they did try to segregate us, but now it's right. no color and it's right. it at all. It's Why? Now you can outsource it. It's everybody. You can outsource it to Ukraine. Now think about it now. What Ukraine does for the world, potatoes, wheat, what do you need it here in America for when you can bring it in from a ship and have somebody else do it? Okay, mm-hmm. what, what they're paying them for, the slaves used to do every day with no money. Okay, mm-hmm. so please understand this. It's called evil. Go back to your Bible. God said the great battle will be from good to evil. All this nonsense and go back to the source. This is about good or evil. When you're in the, the first thing I learned when I was a kid in elementary school was word association. Young, land, young man, young lady, my name is Miss Williams. We're going to talk about word association. Tell me what goes under this good and tell me what goes under evil. When you do that in the world, we can get back in order because we are looking at the commercial. We're looking at the, the, the gyration of the TikTok, the, 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 all that stuff. They're taking our minds away. Remember when the, um, the, 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 uh, the football players was drinking beer? It was less filling. No, he said it would taste great. Now you got people complain, uh, uh, debating on which one is good and which one tastes great because now it's interest. It's about marketing. You need to turn those TVs off and live. You need to get away from these games, and now we have meta. Now we have these, these goggles that's going to put you into a mind-altering situation, and it's not reality. We are here. The beast is here. He's ready, and he knows he, what the battle's coming. And this is just the bottom line. It's good or evil. Good or evil. That's it. And, 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 and you want, it, it, the truth is the most messiest thing in the world, people. It is it the is. messiest thing in the world because you don't want to hear the truth probably deals with you directly because we're so were, used to a lie. They were winning. They were winning because, you know, like I said, it starts with our children. So if our yes. children aren't being taught, they're winning. Right. If they were That's taught, true. forget about all this process and lean on technology, they have their agenda, and they are winning at their agenda. They're winning. Absolutely they are. So my thing is, but we have a God who put us in this situation and he still allows us to exist. Why? Why? Sometimes we have to go to the pit in life to realize that all we really needed was to call God's name. But you because, know what, Dr. Gray? Promoting mm-hmm. this healthy food thing, you know, we're going to be under fire. You know, McDonald's oh, sure. is coming. Of course. Pizza of Hut course. is coming. You know, of this farmer is coming because of what course. we're doing, we actually, right. we'll actually, we actually will actually bring down those corporations, <laughs> what right. we're promoting. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. Hey, look, I walk with the armor of God. Well, y'all, there's a class. There's a class that, uh, well, before the pandemic, I was teaching a class to the young ministers. Right. Uh, I'm I'm the chairman of Cobb County Ministers Alliance, and I'm the outreach coordinator for the uh, Baptist Ministers Alliance, which that's you know encompasses over 600 churches here in the Georgia area. And and I'll be teaching the young ministers. I go to the book of. Uh, the sixth chapter of the book of Genesis, 
And also, and I also go to the sixth chapter. Okay, let me bring her back in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, how your phone keep going? Every time she gets ready to talk, <laughs> yeah, 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 it will cut me out to be like. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I teach these classes from the uh, sixth chapter of the book of Genesis, and also the sixth chapter of the book of Enoch, where it talks about how the sons of God, meaning the angels of God, went down and they chose women and they, you know, defiled the world by, you know, creating these supernatural, these supernatural hybrid. <laughs> human beings, you know, they mm-hmm, said mm-hmm. The, the Bible described it as they were giants in the land. But these were supernatural human beings. They were born of the angels and they were born of the women. And, and it, uh, the book of Enoch goes into detail. In the chapter of the book of Enoch, it goes into detail. It gives those angels by name. There was over 200 angels that fell. And it gives them by name and it gives them what they taught, what they taught the people. But exactly what they did, and what they did, they taught them how to uh, how to manipulate the uh, the structure of the animal, how to grow this supernatural food, because they wanted their children to survive. So they gave them all the secrets of creation, and they and they so they were actually they were actually. The reason why God destroyed the world was because they had messed up the genetics of the world, and uh, and I just wanted to, I just wanted to hear from you all. What do y'all think about these these GMO products? These these chickens that are born that are born that never they never see they never see uh, the ground. They're they're right there in this one place. They're eating, they're feeding, and they're committing their bowel movements right there in the same place. Okay, these tilapia, these fish that they're uh, growing, and that was another thing that me and uh, Mr. Pierre was going to do is make sure that we had the uh, that we that we grew the fish that we grew them up genetic that we grew them up naturally, naturally. So real fish, real well, fish. Well, you know that that uh, the tilapia thing is full of mercury, and you know the purpose of the mercury is to decalcify your third eye, which dumbs you down. If they mm-hmm. keep us dumbed down and keep us in their systems, and they keep, we keep making money for them. So they don't want us to smarten up. And, and right. it goes back go. to our chakras and our third eye. This stuff is real. So mm-hmm. the more that they put into bad foods into us, the more it, it changes our DNA. We go, I want to call it DNA, but it's actually just who we are. It's our chakras. It's our third eye. We have, uh, I mean, our pineal gland. Well, we have lots of things that they want to take away from us, like you said, with the food. And they're doing it. They're doing it. They're doing it. With that tilapia and the mercury and putting the um the calcium on your teeth and stuff, the chloride on your teeth, our children's teeth. I stopped them doing that when my kids are I would not let them do it. My kids have never had the chloride thing on their teeth because I know what it does. Um we've been I started my kids out early because I'm glad that God graced me with, with brains and smarts enough to know, hey, wake up, there's something not right here. I'm glad I learned early on. I didn't wait until my latter years when my mom did or my grandparents did to learn, you know, what I know now as far as the food. And so I get to pass it on to my children at an early age. But do they stand a chance, even though I teach them, do they stand a chance if nobody else is doing it? They don't. They don't. don't. But but what happens is uh, with with, uh, pioneers like yourself, um, I, I, you know, 
me and uh, Dr. Gant, I don't feel like a pioneer in this thing, right? But when we bring on teachers to start let, teaching, that's bro, what I'm let, talking about. Let me interject this, okay? That's what the SDLC asked me when, when we started to stop the violence and, and the mass incarceration campaign. They said, they said, Dr. Gant, how are you going uh, to reach these young people? You know, back in Dr. Kingdom, they, the church was the focal right. point of the community. Sure that's what everybody knew yeah. that. They're so they, taking that out of schools now, and they're taking it out of everything else. So it's like we're going to pour technology and remove everything else. So what do we hold, do? Hold on a minute. Let me let me finish what I was saying. Okay, so they asked me, you know, how are you going to reach these young people? I said, we're going to have to reach them where they where they, uh, where they congregate at every day. They said, well, where do these young people congregate at? Well, people, they congregate online. And that's when we launched our first online campaign. Before that was Facebook. Uh, we talking about back when there was Black Planet and MySpace and those kind of things. We launched the first online campaign from the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, and boom, it was successful. We had, I mean, if you came out to any of the love festivals that we had, uh, people came from all over the country because we reached them where they congregate every every day. And we're going to have to use that same, uh, you know, uh, we're going to have to use that same tactic in educating the people about these foods. I'm going to let you all take it from that. Yeah, I spoke to Ms. Williams today about that this morning. And and we are we are on it right now. You're absolutely right. You have to go where they are. That's why I know about the school system. Uh, working in the school system as a coach for 20-some years, I've seen how the system works. First off, you think the government is something, try to get around a kid. Try, try to put yourself around a kid that, and you don't belong around children. You will never enter that school's ground. They will see you coming, okay? And that's why I love what I do, and that's why I do not – mess with what, what I've earned. I've earned the right to work with these kids, and I know the future are our, our children. My son, my daughter, your son, daughters, that's why I do this. However, and the however part is, meet them where they are. I've said that from day one and everything that I've, I've done. My brother always told me that. Don't come over here, show up, and don't come back. They will tell you, aren't you the one that said you were coming over, and you ain't never come back? These kids are brilliant. And they will read you and read you well with the truth. That's why we have to start where Ms. Williams started in the K through uh, uh, 12th grade. That's 12 years. That's a 12-year process. Why? Because in the federal government, there is a 12-year mandated law where these kids must go to school no matter if they have lights, food, shelter, or anything, but they better have their butt in school. That's why they wanted schools open in COVID because there is a, it's part of the economy of this country, okay? So if we're going to teach them, we teach them right. We feed them, we feed them correctly. That's where we are. That's why we talked about that today. Ms. Williams? Is she on? She's still on? Reverend again, she's still on? Hey, Reverend Gant. Can't hear. I can't hear you guys. Reverend Gant, you still there? Okay, are we there? Yeah, I think it, I think it went out for a minute. 
Can you hear me? Can you hear me, Reverend Gat? I think we went out. Hey, Reverend Gat? I think we got a technical difficulty rather than get. All right, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Same as though we've had some technical difficulties. Um, trying to bring in uh, our callers, and um, let me see if I can get, uh... you there? Coach, are you there? Yes, sir, right here. Okay. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> we're back in, the, we're back in, but I... Uh, don't think we have but a couple of minutes. So, okay. uh, Coach, could you tell them uh, uh, about what's going on right now? That uh, that we're going to try to uh, bring a, a garden inside of the schools, and uh, and I want to I want to talk with uh, uh, logistics. You know, yes. uh, about how we're going to you know get the get the ground plowed up and. Uh, Get yeah. and things of that sort, so that people can help out, so people can make donations. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So the logistical part is now that uh, in the school system, uh, I could not leverage anything because I didn't have anything that I wanted. I mean, we were just talking. We had a plan. Now that we implement it, so what's happening now, I'm putting together a plan for donations, sponsorships, partnerships, and investments. Those yeah. are the areas which we're going to need the funding to do exactly what's because it is in America. It's all about the dollar. Period. Mm. I don't care if it's something evil, crooked, criminal. It's about the money. So we have to be very smart about that. That the love of money, you know, can do weird things. But we need it because it's the way we are in society. However, um, volunteerism. You know, just being being what we've done. We we put our time out there. Now I think those folks who who, who uh, put the time. It's 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 the seeds has been planted. Now we're harvesting with other folks you know, in a metaphorical way. So what's happening now is we want to get this in every avenue, schools, churches. If you're part of 600 churches, let's get the church, 600 churches on a campaign of agriculture, building a church, building a garden outside the church. There's, there's land out there. Okay, you got a building fund. Let's have a agriculture fund now. Let's build the gardens again. Let's have a campaign where we can put uh, agriculture back where the bees are leaving. If the bees are leaving because we don't have gardens and flowers. Okay, that's part of our ecosystem. Let's start planting again. When the schools are closed for COVID, you can go to the church and get something to eat. Okay, the churches were used to be the, the foundation of our community. Let's put it back. Uh-huh. Let's put it back. Okay, then the schools. The schools are opening up now. Uh, YMCA's, um, Boys and Girls Clubs, uh, nonprofits, just private, I mean, whatever, your backyard. Let's do it. That's the blueprint. All as right, long we- as there's earth out there, we're good. Our last uh, last uh, few minutes is uh, twelve fifty eight, mm-hmm. and uh, 
I was going to try to bring her back in, but I don't think. Oh, yeah, you're, you're down to 90 seconds, so I hear it. Okay. okay. All right, y'all, this is the Whole Truth, Nothing But the Truth radio broadcast. We had a few technical difficulties, but uh, something tremendous is happening right here. You don't know how tremendous this is. If we're able to uh, to get this initiative off the ground and uh, and get our children growing healthy, uh, natural foods, that's going to help. That's going to help with going to help in so many ways. So we're going to have to do a part two of this, uh, Coach. We're going to yes, have to sir. do a part two of this. Yes, and, sir. Uh, we're going to talk offline to try to get that set up. You All right, y'all. The whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. And once again, we're coming to you with nothing but the.